for an inside look at the state's biggest footy league, it's the Monday Waffle. Finals fever has started here in the Waffle as we review the first round of the Waffle Finals of 2021. Welcome to the Monday Waffle Podcast. My name's Dan Litchens. I'm joined by Hayley Plunkett this week. How are you, Plunk? I'm good. I'm happy to be back on the pod. It was a very exciting week of finals. We just saw an absolute thriller. There was another thriller on Saturday. Yeah, no better way to describe it. Just thrillers. Thrillers. One one-point win, one four-point win. So we'll be looking deeply into those. We'll also be reviewing next week's round, and we'll have a very special interview coming up. We sure do. All that and more coming up on the pod. Looking at the first game of week one of the Waffle Finals, the qualifying final, South Frio 9-11-65 beat Claremont 9-10-64 by a solitary point. And after the siren kick by co-captain Jared Hardesty of the Tigers went for a behind, giving South Frio the solitary point win. In terms of disposals, Jacob Dragovich had 23 for the Bulldogs. Hayden Schleuth had 22. Tom Bletchenden with 20. And for the Tigers, Jai Bolton, of course, with 30 disposals. Jared Hardesty with 26. And Kane Mitchell with 19. The goal scorers, we had Brandon Donaldson and Matty Parker both kicking two for the Bulldogs. Welcome back to Matty Parker as well. He's come back from the Richmond Tigers to play finals for the Bulldogs. And for the Tigers, Bailey Rogers and Tim House both kicking two. This was a very tight game. Claremont led for most of the day, getting up to five goals up. But the Bulldogs came back after a crucial goal from Brandon Donaldson. And of course, as I mentioned before, Jared Hardesty missing that goal after the siren, putting the Bulldogs through to next week against the Lions. Very tight game. Good on the Bulldogs, Plunkett. Yep, absolutely. And on to our elimination final. we got West Perth taking out the elimination final with 14-6-90 and Swans on 13-8-86. Leading disposals from West Perth were Aaron Black with 29, Trent Manzone and Blake William both with 26 and from Swan Districts, Frank Anderson with 23 and Samuel Fisher with 20. And Keegan Knott and Jesse Palmer both kicking four goals each. Now, Frank Anderson, fourth quarter, looked like something happened there. Yes, he got uh, he went down over the far side. Didn't exactly see what happened to him, but he had to get carried off the ground, unfortunately. Um, and Plunkett, it seems like that was a turning point for the Falcons. The Swans led since the nine-minute mark of the first quarter. Keegan Knott in the third and fourth quarter put them to their first lead in the fourth Swans clawed back in front, but after Anderson went down, an immediate goal by Rudy Riddock put the Falcons back in front. And Haley, your favourite player, Lewis Jetter of the Swan Districts, almost had almost put him up for the win. Well, but, he did, but West Perth just came back again. And exactly right. Tyler Cartel putting a Hail Mary into the goal square. Mitch Antonio taking the mark and booting the goal to put West Perth four points up and gave him the win as well. Fantastic game. Yeah, it was a fantastic game. And I think that fourth quarter was one of the most exciting quarters I've ever watched. It was it was absolutely... It was just back and forth. You you had no clue what was going to happen. The crowd was absolutely buzzing as well. Swan supporters and Falcon supporters. Here's what the final siren sounded like. <laughs> It 
was really great to be amongst the celebrations, watching West Perth make it through to the semis. Absolutely. I managed to catch up with West Perth captain Aaron Black just after the game. Aaron, congratulations. Great win, mate. How's it feel? Oh, mate, it obviously feels good. Um, we're probably pretty disappointing for, for three quarters. Um, but that's the, the character of this group. Um, you know, we've done it all year. Down late, down early, find ways to win. And, and that's what good sides do. I think we're a good side. So, um, you know, obviously really pleased. We've got a bit of work to do, but for next week. Yeah. Uh, they call the third quarter of the Premiership quarter. You really came out there. What did the coach say to you at half time to get you prepped up for that? Oh, most boring. Uh, it's all process stuff, to be honest with you. You know, we were doing a lot of things right. Um, again, we had a lot of things to improve on, so um, gave us a bit of a kick up the ass, obviously, but uh, we knew what we had to do. Your forwards were essential. Noddy really getting you up in the third quarter and then Kytel finishing off for you. How important are they? Mad Rude's in there. Rudy was, was unbelievable when we needed him, so um, for those boys to turn on the way they do, we've got to, obviously got to give them more supply than we did early, so when we give them supply, they kick goals, and um, that's what they did, so... So you're getting stuck into Aiden Clark. Was there any love lost between you two teams? Uh, no, nah, I think there's always going to be a good rivalry between us two. Um, it's always a, a pretty close matchup, and we match up well against them uh, physically and matchup wise. So um, oh, that's just a, it's an elimination final, isn't it? You're going to get stuck into each other. It was a, a lot of spitfires um, throughout the game. Absolutely. And Tigers next week. You probably haven't thought about it yet, but what do you think you got coming up for you? Uh, they're a really good side. Um, again, keep it boring, but we're going to play better than we did today against a you know potentially a better better side. Well done, mate. Congratulations. Thanks, mate. Plunkett, a bit perfect how the, the red and the blue song was playing in the background there. West Perth taking out the elimination final. See, I'm not... I, I wouldn't say I'm a West Perth fan, but that song, it, it was fun. I wanted song. to sing along. It's a great song. And we also saw the Melbourne Demons win over the weekend as well. So we might be hearing that song a bit over the next I, few weeks. I think we might be. Of course, it's not all good news coming out of an elimination final. We see the Swan District's going down to the Falcons and unfortunately being knocked out. Tony Noddy, their co-captain, is gracious enough to join us on the pod today. Tony, thanks for joining us on the Monday Waffle. Um, commiserations on yesterday's game. It was a great game. Um, must be hard to, to talk to us today in, in terms of such a loss. Yeah, man, that's, um, yeah, it's a pretty tough one still. It's going to yeah hurt for a while, I think. Um, you know, obviously a, a very good game, but, yeah, obviously we were, you know, on the, on the other side that... Um, you know, it hurts, yeah. Um, it was an absolutely ripper game. I mean, only going down by four points. You led for most of the game. What do you think happened in the, in the last quarter? Oh, look, I think it was probably just a couple of moments, I think. Um, and, you know, that's, that's finals footy. Um, sometimes it's only a couple of moments that um, that you need to, to win or lose a game. So, um, you know, and obviously losing Frank um, for that part of the game. Um you know, probably stopped a little bit of our momentum, I think. Um, and they were able to score quite quickly after that as well. So, um, you know, obviously we're all thinking about Frank right now and hopefully um, things can come back good for him. But, um, yeah, it was, it was a pretty tough situation there for us there. Absolutely. And you're talking about um, Frank Anderson, who went down late in the fourth. Could you give us a bit of uh, insight on how he's going, how the injury's going so far? Um, yeah, no, I don't really have much information. I suppose he'll um, get some scans. Um, within the next couple of days. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's too hard to tell right now. But, um, yeah, obviously everyone's just feeling for him and hopefully, uh, you know, for the best. So, Absolutely. Now, we spoke of those moments before. One of those moments that went your way, Lewis Jetta kicking a goal in, in the dying minutes. Did you think you had it in the bag when he kicked that? 
Uh, no, I didn't. No, um, I know footies, you know, can be won or lost within a couple of seconds. So, um, yeah, I knew I, I knew as soon as Louis got the footy, um, you know, I was very confident he was going to kick it. Um, but I also knew there was going to have a bit more time, obviously, because we had that break um, with Frank. So I knew there was still a bit of time on the clock. Um, so, yeah, definitely didn't think it was in the bag at all. Absolutely. Now, um, commiserations on the game, but... Overall, congratulations on a fantastic season. Um, we spoke to Adam Pickering and Sam Fisher early in the season, and there was a lot of hope for you guys that you guys are going to build back up into finals. How do you think the season went overall as a club for you guys? Uh, yeah, it was definitely um, definitely a positive one, um, and you know, definitely in the right direction, I suppose. At the start of the year, when we sat down, that was the goal to play finals. So um, I think that's why it's a little bit disappointing and hard to take right now as I think that you know we really had a good chance to, to push deeper too so um the, the group that we had um so yeah it does hurt but um yeah, at the same time you know we we won more than we lost this year um we did progress and we're seeing a lot of players um really really step up and you know become senior footballers and, and that's what we're building at the club now which is really good and we're getting a really good balance of players um so you know the, the club's in a really good spot at the moment for sure. Now, have you guys had a chat about what's coming up next year yet? Or you haven't really touched on that yet? Uh, no, we haven't touched really on anything yet. Um, I suppose we'll take a little bit of time to just to relax now. And, um, yeah, we'll, won't be too long, I don't think. But, yeah, just, just this next week or so, we'll uh, just relax. And we've got the reserves and the Colts still going. So, um, you know, we'll all get behind those guys that are playing. Um, and hopefully uh, they can do really well for the club. Yes, we all hope so, absolutely. Now, it's been a special season for you as well, playing your 250th um, game a few weeks ago. What was it like doing that in front of the home crowd? Oh, yeah, mate, it's just, yeah, you know, I've, it's just a great achievement, I suppose, on myself. It's, um, you know, it's a, it's a tough gig playing off of footy, so I was just super proud to, um, you know, to, to get to that milestone um, and do it in front of a home crowd. Um, yeah, I was just very honoured and, it's such a good club to play for and um you know i've just loved my time so yeah very happy um to get to that milestone absolutely fantastic um you're at the age 31 now where some people will be asking you how long you got left could you tell those people a little something what what are you thinking for the next year um yeah not too sure to be honest uh uh, that's why i never made a decision this year um I'm just going to kind of take my time now um, in this off-season. Uh, I've just moved down south so, and had a new baby, new baby little girl, Alaska, so, you know, the last few days. So it's been a bit of a bit of a roller coaster week. Um, but, yeah, I'm just going to spend my time now, um, you know, and just start a little family. So I'll, um, you know, make a decision. So I still feel like I've got to, got a lot of footy left and well, good footy that's enough to, to play league footy. Um, so, we'll, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Absolutely, and congratulations on your baby girl, Tony. It's, it's amazing. Um, just before I let you go, uh, next year, who are the players to watch out for at the Swan Districts? Who's really rising through the ranks? Oh, I think that, um, you know, a big one for me is Aidan Clark. Um, you probably see that, you know, this last part of the season, he's just really, really stepped up to an act like an absolutely um, amazing league footballer, and I think he's got so much more to give. Um, you know, his talent that he's showed and the way he's gone about his footy, um, you know, I've been really impressed with. And he's been someone that's always had that that um, ability, um, but now he's really showing it, which is really good. 
um, you know, someone like him, he's um, can actually really lead our club into the future. So, look forward to seeing players like him really take the club um, into better places now. Great, thank you so much for your time today, Tony, and good luck. Have fun over the off season, mate. Uh, thanks very much, mate. No worries. He's put it through. That's the goal of the century. That is unbelievable. One thing I find interesting, though, is how the finals work for Waffle compared to AFL. Like, how crucial that top three position is. Absolutely. How many now, chances you get. Yeah, absolutely right, Plunkett. Um, as Adam and Julian explained on last week's pod, it is a very complicated final system. We'll give it another go, though. So, as we've just seen, South Rio and Claremont took on the qualifying final. They finished two and three. And West Perth and Swan Districts, the elimination final. They finished four and five. Next week, we'll see the two semis. So, Subiaco versus South Freo as they won their qualifying. They'll go off. They're playing for a spot in the grand final. So, the winner of that goes straight to the GF. The loser of that will play the winner of Claremont and West Perth this weekend as well. And, of course, the winner of those two teams will go to the grand final as well. So, those top three, they all have two chances, mm-hmm. which is essential. And then Subi finishing top, get the week off this week. Should be an interesting week next week. It will be a very interesting week next week. And we'll get into our tips right after us. Very special interview. <laughs> Captain speaking, coming up on the left. His high ball to half four is a huge one to win. Gets closed down. Will kick virtually on the side. Oh, that's your mark of the season so far. Awesome. We fight one more round. We get knocked down, we get up. We fight one more round. Come on. The South Fremantle Bulldogs are gunning for another Waffle Premiership and not many know Premierships better than Nick Subin. He's won four, one with the Claremont Tigers, two with the Peel Thunder and then last year with the South Fremantle Bulldogs. He joins us today on the Monday Waffle. Nick, thanks for joining us on the Monday Waffle. Great win on the weekend. How are you feeling after it? Yeah, it's pretty sore and tired today, but um, yesterday, but um, yeah, not super exciting. The boys get the win and... Um yeah, it was an exciting game to be a part of. Absolutely. 19 disposals for yourself. How do you think you fared in, in the melee? Yeah, uh, it was okay. I think it was probably a bit like the team. Um, that was too hard, really. I think, um, you know, I thought we dominated. Not dominated. We probably were on top in the first quarter, but weren't winning on the scoreboard. Um, and then the second half, we sort of got to work around the ball, which was um, a bonus for our mid. So, yeah, no, we're reasonably happy, but... Um, yeah, got another big challenge this week against Subi. Absolutely, you do. Um, just going back to Saturday's game, I mean, you guys have taken on the, the Tigers quite a few times this year, all of them nail-biters. What's it like to get such a small margin win over him once again? Yeah, I think it's just yeah, building a little good little rivalry with them. Um, you know, I think the last few games have been pretty close, um, even going back to, to the grand final last year. So, um, yeah, look, it's, you know, you just got to stick to your processes and, um, yeah, we were lucky enough on the weekend that the captain missed that goal after the siren and, um, yeah, we were lucky enough to hold on. Yeah, what was the thinking um, around the boys when Jared had the ball after the siren? Were you thinking this could go in or were you pretty confident that he'd miss it? Oh, I didn't really know what to think. I just was probably preparing that he was going to kick it and that we were going to lose, so, um yeah, lucky for us, um, he missed it. <laughs> Absolutely. Now you're into the, the qualifiers next week. Sorry, the semis next week against Subi. Um, mm. You've had one each against each other this season. They just finished top over you. How do you guys think you'll fare next week? I mean, you probably haven't gone into preparations yet, but what's the kind of thinking into going into that match? 
Yeah, good question. Um, yeah, we haven't probably haven't really thought about them a half a lot yet. Um, but yeah, we know that they're a great side. Their midfield's um, the real strength of theirs, um, and we know that they're an extremely fit side. So they they'll go to the end as well. So yeah, look, we you know they've they've beaten us, we've beaten them. So um, yeah, it should be a good challenge. They're um they've been they've definitely been the best team all year. So um, yeah, we'll have to bring our A game and make sure that we do all our things. Like sort of team team stuff really well, um, and yeah, hopefully we can um, put in a really good performance. Absolutely. Now, just looking at at your season so far, you've really found really good form towards the latter half of this season. I mean, at thirty one years old, do you still think you have it in you to go for a couple more? <laughs> uh, not too sure. I have to ask my wife. Um, <laughs> no, look, yeah, I don't know yet. Uh, I haven't really made up my mind as to what I will do next year. I've got three young kids at home under the age of four, which is um, a bit of a challenge um, in terms of three nights a week training and obviously game day uh, being a Saturday. So, yeah, look, I'm just playing every game as if it's sort of my last and um, I'll sit down with Todd um, at the end of the year and figure out what I'm going to do if I play on or if I, if I hang them up. But, yeah, look, if, if, it, if I was to sort of hang it up, um, yeah, I'm really proud of what I've achieved. And, um, yeah, we'll just hopefully, hopefully we can go, um, go and win that, that grand final again this year. Absolutely. Now, a bit earlier in the season, you had a bit of a COVID scare. Could you tell I us did, a bit about yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. So I had my brother's wedding um, over in Victoria. I'm originally Victorian, so, um, yeah, it was just going back to, to um, be a part of his wedding. Um, and it was unfortunate that I was on a flight with a COVID-positive guy. Um, so, yeah, basically got over to Melbourne um, and, yeah, basically got asked to go into quarantine. So I had to basically scramble and get to my dad's house and, yeah, was basically locked up there for two weeks. Um, and, yeah, couldn't really do anything. He doesn't have a, a backyard or uh, anything like that. He's got quite a small little property. So, um, yeah, it was lucky enough that uh, my brother brought a rowing machine over and I could keep fit that way. But other than that, I um, couldn't do a hell of a lot. Yeah, wow. must have been really tough, you know, especially in Victoria, away from all your teammates as well. What was it like when you came back? Did the boys get around you a little bit? Yeah, they did. Yeah, it was, I was, yeah, pretty lucky. I think I missed a week. So I had a week, a week, a week and a big training. I think we had a bye. So I had a, missed a, a game and then I had a, a bye to, to kind of get fit. So, um, yeah, look, the boys were really supportive while I was away. Um, it was actually... The game I was away was actually the super game that we beat them at South Fremantle the first time. So, um, yeah, that was super supportive. And, um, yeah, hopefully yeah, hopefully it doesn't happen again. But, um, yeah, it was pretty unlucky. Absolutely. Now, just touching slightly on your time in the AFL, played 156 games for Fremantle. What do you think was the highlight of that time there? Yeah, look, I think I was pretty lucky uh, sort of my time... We were reasonably successful. I think we only missed the finals maybe uh, three or four years, maybe. Um, so, yeah, we, we was lucky enough to play a lot of finals games and um, some big games for the club. Um, and I think that sort of 2013 run was probably the best sort of brand of footy that we've, you know, the club's played uh, throughout their history. So, yeah, just those finals, sort of the game down to Geelong, um, where Stephen Hill kicked that goal. It's probably a memorable one. And then um, the home prelim final against Sydney, uh, where we were we were dominant pretty much the whole time, and the crowd was quite quite electric. So, um, yeah, those two games are definitely uh, memorable. 
Absolutely. And, I mean, it's great to see you have such success in the AFL, but now you've come back home to the Bulldogs and you love the waffle. You've won four premierships here, one with Claremont, a couple with Peel, and then last year with the Bulldogs. What's the feeling like amongst the club this year? Are you going for back-to-back? Yeah, definitely. I think that's our goal. Um, you know, we've given ourselves a chance this week to to get to get there. So, um, yeah, the boys. You know, the boys last year got a taste of it, and it was an unbelievable feeling last year to to win that one. Um, and yeah, I think the boys now. Well, look, we got oh, got off to a slow start, but I think uh, early in the year. But I think the boys now have got that hunger back and that drive to to go and win another one. So. Yeah, I think the boys are really motivated and hopefully we can get the job this week, get the job done this week and, and go into another grand final. Absolutely, Nick. I really appreciate your time. Just one more before I let you go. Matty Parker back in the red and white, coming back from Richmond. What's it like to have him amongst the club again? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, I think we kind of found out on uh, Thursday night that he might have been a possibility um, to play. Um and yeah, the boys are super excited. You know, obviously he's he's a South Fremantle person, so um, we were lucky enough to have him earlier in the year, and then him to get drafted was unbelievable. So um, yeah, no, we're super lucky to have him, and um, he's had that AFL experience this year, which will hold him in good stead and hold us in good stead, hopefully. So um, yeah, he's an electric player, and um, yeah, we're really happy to have him. Wicked. Thanks so much for your time today, Nick, and all the best for this weekend against the Lions. No worries. Thanks for having me. If you're loving the Monday Waffle podcast, make sure you head to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Monday Waffle for more awesome content. And while you're there, give us a like. Tips, 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 We've, We've got, got our semis. We've got our semis. South Frio taking on Subiaco at Leadville Oval, 1v2. These guys have been at each other's throats all year, Plunkett. What's your tip? Um, I think I'm going to go Subi. Just because, yeah, they are the top. They've had that week off. Yeah, but Subi have been a bit on and off, especially in the second half of the season, going down to the Eagles. But then I don't think any team has been that consistent. That's a fair call. So if anyone's been the most consistent, you'd think it's the top team. You could, you could absolutely say that. That being said, Subi has had a week off. The Bulldogs are in fighting form, coming off a one-point win. They might have the drive in it. They might, or they might not. All right. There's Hayley. only one way to find out. <laughs> there is indeed. Haley Plunkett's tipping the lines. And on to our second semi-final. This should be on the Sunday. Not confirmed as of yet, but Claremont versus West Perth at Rebo Fitness Stadium. Plunkett, what's your tip? I'm, I'm going to go West Perth. I think this will be a very tight game. I, I want West Perth to get it. You're a bit of an underdog fan? Yeah, and I don't know. Claremont, I don't know. I have I went to a lot of Claremont games this season, and I just felt like their first half slash three quarters, they just didn't come out, and then they just come out in the last little bit. So I don't think they can play four quarters of footy. So I, I want West Perth. I don't know why. Absolutely. But none of that made any sense, <laughs> but I'm going with it. And we heard Aaron Black speaking before. If they can just get that midfield going and get supply to the forwards. So if Aaron Black, Shane Nelson and Trent Manzone start firing up early in that game, they could put it away early, Plunk. Yeah. So our tip is West Perth Falcons for the second semi-final. Oh, I'm excited, Plunk. Finals week two. Woo! Should be a good week. That's our tips. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Another week of the Monday Waffle Podcast. 
What finals? Finals is happening week one of the finals. How exciting it was. If you didn't get down to the games last week, make sure you do this week. Saturday at Leaderville Oval and Sunday at Revo Fitness Stadium. Please make sure you're down there. And if you see us, say hi. We'll be around. We'll be wearing our media passes, the Monday Waffle Podcast. Yeah, it's great to see so many people down for the finals this week. It was... It, it was, was so hard to get a park down at Joondalup. It was very hard. Very good crowds, which is what we love to see. If you uh, love to hear the One Day Waffle Podcast, though, you can check us out anywhere you get your podcast: Spot- Spotify, Apple Music, Podbean, the whole lot. And check us out on our socials as well, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We'd love to hear your feedback. At the Monday Waffle. At the Monday Waffle. Thanks, Punk. It's been a good week. Thanks for having me. See you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Monday Waffle, proudly brought to you by the students from ECU Broadcasting. 